Up next, the news you can use from YAA. It's your 30-minute fix for all your car questions, industry news, and tips you can use when buying your next vehicle. We're your hosts, Ray and Zach Shepska, the founders of YAA. We're here every weekday, live at noon Eastern. Check us out at joinyaa.com. Come on, get in! Oh, my gosh, it's noon on... Thursday, February 10th, and this is news that you can use from YAA with your hosts and dear friends and um, and uh, former roommates, uh, Zach and Ray. <laughs> okay, Pops. <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay. Background today, yeah. if you're joining us here live, yeah. we are on the stairway to profits. Yeah, stairway to heaven. Of, made out of $100 bills if you, if you are a major automotive retailers such as the Penske organization or the Lithia organization. Yes. All right. So here's the deal. We're going to kick things off with some earnings. I didn't realize how yeah. profitable it could be to sell cars. You realized you could be this profitable selling cars. You want to break down the numbers with us? Well, uh, Lithia's uh, um, um, earnings only went up, uh, I don't know, their income soared 55% and their revenue uh, set records for the uh, fourth quarter. And this is what's fascinating. Sales were up uh, 34%. So revenue yeah. was up 34% yeah. uh, in the fourth quarter, 51% year over year. Yeah. But when sales, the revenue was only up 34%, the profit was up 55%. You know, I'm still doing more with less, baby. Yeah, well, I'm reminded of of my days in uh, I, I won't say exactly where, but it was in, my days in, in Arizona, a southwestern state, and um, well, and you want to say that? And one of the uh, one of the dealerships in our group was a Porsche dealership. Yeah, and oh, I see. At that time, you know, this is in the early two thousands, mid two thousands, and you know they they were they were making like eight. Uh, nine thousand dollars on average gross profit round trip front and back per car that they sold now it's a porsche store so you 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 kind of sort of maybe expect that yeah okay this is lithia um we're not talking their porsche stores and we're talking on average on average they made sixty one hundred and some dollars per vehicle Sold. Let's look at the numbers here. Revenue yeah. for the quarter, yeah, six point three billion, up sixty percent from a year yes. earlier. Net income, two hundred ninety-one million. That's profit, yeah, fifty-five percent from a year earlier. Yes, adjusted incomes after tax and all of that fun stuff. Maybe I don't know. It's more. I don't know what adjusted income is here. Sales. They sold one hundred and thirty-four thousand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's enough to make you choke. Yeah, that's a lot of cars. Yeah, um, but where was it here? Somewhere on here. It's, it's, it's up it's a little up higher. Further, yeah, up further. To, up a little higher. Break, yeah, go keep Up a little higher. There it is. $6,153 per car. And it, and that that doubled from a year earlier. So, you know, I don't know. I You know, I've worked in some decent stores, but I've never worked in a store where we averaged $6,150 per car sold front and back, front being the gross profit on the sale itself and the back being the finance reserves and, and money made in the finance department. Um, I mean, that's an inordinate sum of money. And, you know, they sold 134,000 cars at better than six grand a car. Yeah, why wouldn't you want to be in the car business? Yeah, why wouldn't you want to be on that 
that $100 bill stairway to heaven that uh, that's uh, sitting behind us. Um, and it wasn't just Lithia. Penske, no. Q4 revenue net income set records. Yes. Same story over at Penske. And they're actually... Well, no, this- no. It's not really the same story because their sales volume was actually down from the previous year, but their profits were up. Um, and the average gross profit profits per vehicle obviously had to be up if the volume was down. I think uh, new car sales were down 17% and used car sales were up 3%. Um, So it just gives you an idea as to the type of money that some of these dealer groups are making right now. We've got Justice in the chat. Hey, Justice, for $6,000 a car, I'd have stayed in the business. Yeah, but, but, you know, the dealer you worked for was only going to tell you they made $1,000 a car. (laughs) And you've told me this in the past, Pops. Your compensation back in the day yeah. was tied to how much gross profit was on a deal. Yeah, I, I used to get paid off of the total gross profit of the new and used car departments, including finance. And so let's use for let's use the lithium number six grand. Yeah, let's say it's a. a how let's many say cars I was. Let, let's say I was at the Acura store that I used to manage. You know where we were selling 150 cars a month. So, and let's just say it's a hundred because times are tough. Okay, so that that would have only been six hundred thousand a month on on at sixty one hundred dollars a car. Yeah, yeah, and I probably would have retired many many years earlier had I been able to make that kind of money. But my guess is, um, you know, that that some of these dealer groups are probably looking at compensation plans. And, and saying, okay, how, how can we lower the amount that we're paying our sales managers and our management team because we don't expect them to make this kind of money? Igor in the chat, most salespeople increased their income by 35 to 40% just in the last year. Yeah, well, if, if you're making that type of coin per vehicle sold and you get your compensation is based on a percentage of that, um, you know, at uh, the last store I worked at, we paid on 20%. You got 20% of whatever the growth really? was. Yeah. So <laughs> if 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 the gross profit's $6,000. Excuse me. Yeah. What's, uh, what's uh, that be $1,200 a car, wouldn't it? Yeah. That you're getting paid. You move yeah. 10 cars a month, you're making a hell of a living. Yeah. You, you, you start selling 15, 18, 20 cars a month, you're really making a living. Yeah, that's yeah. that's it's, yeah. it's pretty it's pretty incredible, honestly, what we've seen now. Yes, I want to say it's juxtaposed with this data that we just have. Su- you want me to just suppose what? <laughs> this comes by way of yeah. our friends over at Cox. Yes, new vehicle prices retreat from record highs, but remain well above MSRP, according to yeah. Kelly Blue Book. Yeah, I found this to be interesting. Yes, obviously, average transaction prices decreased in January. We can yeah. see that. Yeah. We're still all the way up here. Yes. What's fascinating is the price change by automaker. Did you get a chance to peek at this? I did not. Let's look at it together then. Okay. Year over year and month over month. So let's look at the orange line first. Yes. Prices are still going up over at Hyundai. Prices are still going up over at Mazda. Yeah. Stellantis, Subaru, no surprise there. Yeah. Tata Motors, that, (coughs) excuse me, I guess that would be uh, Volvo. That that would be uh, Volvo and... Jaguar. Jaguar. And Land Rover. Now, on the that's other. Who, that's who owns Tata. Gotcha. No, Volvo's not owned by Tata. Oh, yeah, because they went public. Didn't... No, Volvo's owned by a Chinese company. Isn't Italy, that Tata? I believe. Oh, yeah, Tata's out of Italy. I mean, uh, India. Really? Yes. 
This is just for my own edification. Okay. Yeah, I know you don't. SAT word. Yeah. Indian multinational. Okay. They're pretty good, man. They are. You are. They want, you know, they once came out with a car, huh. not too long ago, maybe 10 years ago, yeah. where they, they thought, you know, maybe there's a market for like a $3,000 new car. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know if it was a D, DYI, uh, <laughs> might have been, but, you know, I mean, think about it. And, and, you know, in a country the size of India, yeah. with that type of population and most of it extremely poor, yeah. um, you know, a $3,000 car could be a huge seller. Now, you're not making any money per car. No, year over year. But they're year, making it up in volume. Year over year, Tata's prices are up 14%. Yes. Still, January through January. And look across the board, then. You've got, for example, GM products up nearly 18%. Gillies, we were just talking about them a moment ago. Yeah. Hyundai's up 16%. Honda's up 15%. Toyota's a relative steal here. Only yes. up 8.5%. Oh, Tesla's up 10%. Volkswagen's only up 5.2%. Found it fascinating to see the distribution here, yeah. and our friends over at Rivian. Yes, but look at look at BMW, a luxury brand, and it's only up six point two from January to January. Yeah, well, <laughs> excuse me. While Daimler's up uh, fifteen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mercedes prices are yeah. way up. Yes, industry average transaction price versus industry average incentive spend as a percentage of the average transaction price. We've talked about this a bit in the past. Look at that. Just the yeah. incentives fell off a cliff. There was the yes. article yesterday in Automotive News about Honda saying, yeah. we don't care if we can supply you with more cars. Why would we bring incentives back yes. down to 3.9% of the average transaction price is an incentive that used to be closer to 11%. Yes. So so if, it, if, if they were still manufacturing cars in the volumes that they had in the past and they, and they had to spend 10%, in order to help sell them. Why don't they just reduce the selling price of the MSRP of the car by 10% to make it more uh, accessible to people so that you don't have to use incentives. If you, I mean, there's just, there's gotta be different ways for the manufacturers to look at how they price these cars. And there have to be different ways that the dealers look at how they price these cars. Um, it just doesn't make good sense. I mean, if you if you know you're going to spend ten percent to sell it as the manufacturer, just lower the damn price. I agree with you. The issue is that these corporations are realizing they have more power. Oh, we don't need to incentivize like we used to. Yeah, that ten percent, it's coming back to us. Why would we give that to someone else? It's coming back to us. I think that's the reality of what we're witnessing. Right? Yeah, but my my point is that years ago they could have done this and they could have saved. You know, it just. I don't know. Now, you said yesterday. Yes. Because it all ties together here. Well, something ties together. This is yes. by the numbers section from Automotive News. Yes. Used car monthly payments reach a record. Yes. $524 is the average used car monthly payment, and we're up over a 70-month average term. Okay, so the number month. of months from quarter four of 2020 to quarter four 2021 <laughs> went up two months okay the monthly payment went up 87 dollars okay and the, that's spread across two more months yes the amount financed over thirty thousand dollars went up almost six thousand dollars okay 
the, the interest rates are down, which I found interesting. Yeah, the, the interest rate is down slightly, 7.5%. And the down payment is is down, is is up a couple hundred dollars from last year, year that same quarter. But the payments being $87 a month more. I mean, that's... Everything is being priced out of people's budgets. I mean, how do you how do you budget five hundred and twenty five dollars a month for your used car just for the car payment, not including maintaining it, not including fueling it, not including your automobile insurance? And let's talk about automobile insurance. We have a cousin who's looking at a car. He's a college student and. If he goes on his parents' policy, it's $1,800 a year just for that young man. That's $150 a month. Um, you know, what does most insurance cost to this? Let, let, let's say it's $150 a month. So if your car payment's $525 and your insurance is $150, now you're up to, what, $675. Um, fuel is not getting any cheaper, whether you're using uh, an EV or an internal combustion engine vehicle. So what are, you, what are you spending on fuel if it's a gas-powered vehicle? Another $150 a month? So that's six seventy-five. Now you're up to, what, eight twenty-five. It's By the time everything, if you factor in maintenance, by the time you're done, it's $1,000 a month to drive a pre-owned car. And he's looking at like a $10,000 car. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's insane when you think yeah. about it. And he's yeah. going to pay it out over 60 months. Well, and he's going to be paying like $1,000 a month. And he doesn't realize that. No. And most people don't realize that. No. No. You have to look at and what's your rule? Of, what's your rule of thumb? How much should you spend on a car? No more than 10% of your gross earnings. And if you have no gross earnings, <laughs> if you're a college student and you have no gross earnings, you know, 10% of nothing is, well, still nothing. We've got Igor in the chat here saying, look at the form from yesterday on a GLA deal. The dealer is trying to sell a 2019 with almost 39,000 miles for the price of a new one and trying to make $29,000 of profit on the front end alone. Okay, sorry, 10,000 in profit. Yeah. Still, wow. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. And we've got space in here. I'm hearing a nice selection of repos uh, <laughs> last week at the dealer auctions. Have you seen that? It'll be interesting. If anyone is at the auctions, let us know what you're seeing. We had some messages, some emails come through saying the volume at the auctions have been down recently. Yes. Fewer cars making it across the lot, the line, through the lane. That too. Through the lane, across the line. Yeah. And the only thing that really makes them go is those hot dogs <laughs> that everybody eats at the sale. All right, Pops, let's switch gears. Let's look at a few other stories from yeah. today. <laughs> yeah. No, you sound much better. From yeah. today. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder what the hell I got going on. All right. Mercedes-Benz A-Class to be dropped in the U.S. Yes. after 2022. Yeah. Falling demand for cars, shifting corporate priorities, prompt Mercedes to ditch the A-Class compact sedan. This was their cheapest entry-level offering in the United States. Yes. And it's going. It's going bye-bye. Well, yeah, okay. The fact that the sales declined on it by, what was it, 70 or 75% yeah. last year. Um, you know that that that's usually the death knell for any vehicle. Uh, when when sales start declining by three quarters of what they had been, then you know the public is speaking. They don't want it. 
And there had been a big, the concept there was if we can build the relationship with a younger generation of buyer yes. at a more accessible price point and then get them to upgrade to our C-class. Well, as, as, e as they move on in life, they'll continue with Mercedes-Benz, which is what every manufacturer does. Um, you know, at, at Nissan, it was the center. The center was the starting point. Now, I don't, it used to be the first. I mean, but but they they try and hook you in at a young age with, with their least expensive car. And as you grow and your family grows, then there's steps for you to take within the product line to keep you within that brand for a very, very long time. Um, and the A-class was was a way for them to do it. But if if it's not attracting enough buyers, then... You know, there's got to be other entry-level vehicles that will work in, instead of that. I saw uh, MPEG here in the chat saying Infinity. They're yeah. down almost 60% and people still think they're doing fine. MPEG, I saw your comments in yesterday's chat about Infinity. MPEG seems to think that Infinity may go the way of Fiat, which Fiat hasn't gone this way quite yet. But I think Fiat's probably out of the United States again in the next yeah, well, five yeah. years. Uh, and Infinity might very well do the same thing. Well, Nissan decided that Infinity wasn't necessarily going to be a true luxury brand. You know, they they would be they would be what Acura used to call themselves as a near luxury brand. Yeah. So they've they've scaled back um, some of what they had envisioned for Infinity. They're not going to be nearly as cutting edge as they had been in the past. So. Yes, the, Nissan's commitment to Infinity is not nearly as strong as it had been in the past. Do I think it will go away? Um, there's there's a possibility that it might. It's been around for a long time. You know, the original the original <laughs> Infinity store, the model for how all the stores were supposed to be. You didn't work there, did you? Um, no, but that that store was originally in Scottsdale, Arizona. That was the original store, the the prototype store with the the Zen outlooks and, and yeah. you know the quiet rooms and the, you know you could sit there and just look at the art. Did you see? Did you see? There's an article we didn't queue up for today's show. It was about professional smell testers at Nissan. Did you see this? I did not. All right, fine. Give me yeah. a second. Can you vamp? Can I vamp? They, so they have professional smell testers at, at Nissan. That's, you know, you you would think somebody with my nose could do that. Probably. Ready? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let me share the screen. Because this, I mean, Nissan Infinity, obviously. Yeah. Let me get this up for everyone. A day in the life. A day in the life of Nissan smell masters who, yep, smell Nissans for a living. Uh, are they used ones? Are they after people have eaten in them? No, they're new ones. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say, you know, if you're going to smell some used ones, I don't know. You got to really sanitize your nose. Isn't this crazy? Yeah. Yeah. Well, as you said, like going to the first Infinity dealership, there's a whole video that we could watch. Yeah. And Nissan Smell Masters tune that new car smell. Wow. Yeah. Do they do they infuse the materials with the different aromas or? I don't know, man. But when you just said the Zen zone of yeah. like uh, an Infinity dealership, that reminded me of this. Yeah, and literally, I mean, I have been in that dealership. It was on McDowell Road in in Scottsdale, um, and that was the way all Infinity dealerships. And then they and then they realized, you know what? We're really in the car business, <laughs> and, and this this stuff that we're trying to push it's nonsense. We're in the car business, and yeah. and they went back to having regular deals. Let's take a peek at this story, Pops. Yeah. This comes by way of a little website known as JoinYAA.com. Oh, you know, I, I, <coughs> I, 
I hear they're I one get of it the, out. Um, I hear they're one of the fastest growing websites in the entire World Wide Web. Yeah. Yeah. Is isn't that what www stands for? The uh, world. Um, web. Um, where is yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. It is the World Wide Web, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Google, Selena Gomez. Oh, what about her? YouTube, the yeah. IRS. Ooh. This is fascinating. Apple, yeah. the Social Security Administration, yeah. Amazon, healthcare.gov, and Wells Fargo. Well, I know about the Social Security Administration. And, and you know, the way things are going, because I believe inflation was only at 7.5% just in January. Let's start calling um, that appreciation. Yeah. Um, the good news for me is that there'll be another rather hefty <laughs> cost of living increase on my Social Security next year. Oh, yeah, but I got bad news, I tell you. Yeah. We actually got to cut back on salaries. Hear it, hear it, yeah. Okay, well, you, you find the right people to cut because it ain't going to be me. <laughs> States are about to receive big checks yeah. for installing electric vehicle chargers. Justin, thank you for writing this up. Did, did not the Biden administration just commit $5 billion? Nearly $5 billion in funding will be available for installing D.C. fast chargers over the next five years. Oh, here in Washington, D.C.? DC that is special. are the uh, ones that can charge a vehicle as, as quickly as oh. 20 minutes. Well, crucial for mass adoption, for direct charge? they often cost over $100,000 per location. Per location, That's a lot of money. Yes. Oh, my God. How do you make money selling electricity that way? Now, obviously, the Tesla supercharger network is huge. Yeah. And they've really got the map covered. There's Electrify America, which yeah. comes out of the uh, VW um, Dieselgate scandal. That's yes, yes. where they were, um, uh, their origin story. But, yeah, this is a lot of money going towards getting more and more chargers out there. We've talked about this for months now. This yeah. is inevitable that we're going to put money towards building out well, this infrastructure. If, you're, if, if EVs are going to be the future that everybody says they are. Which well, everyone has, has determined that they will be. Yeah, well, then there has to be places where you can charge them. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and you know, since they don't charge quickly... Um, you know, you have to make them destination points. I saw in the comments, somebody suggested, well, well, why don't they turn the charging stations into a drive-in theaters at night? So you can go to the <laughs> drive-in theater, go watch Not a movie a and charge your car. Not a bad you know, idea. Because it's going to take you a couple hours anyway. Yeah. I mean, if it's on a trickle charge, yeah. that's for sure. Yeah. Now. Yeah. I'm going to play the sound bite. Give me one second. There's Give a sound it. bite. Well, you know, this segment of the show. Uh, what segment is that? Can you look at the... Um, really? Really? You, you gotta, gotta be kidding. kidding. There I, we go. I find that hard to believe. All right. <laughs> yeah. Did you see this one? Which one? Another Tesla recall. Goodbye, Tesla boombox. I didn't know they had a boombox. This one's a big um. A big um? A big one? A big um? <laughs> Man. Man. You, this you, one's a you, you. You speak in terms and, and, and tongues that I am not familiar with. This one's quite large. Okay, it's a big one. <laughs> okay, um, Tesla has had multiple recalls. Yeah. Uh, here you go. In the tenth recall in just four months. Okay. Tesla's addressing a pedestrian safety concern brought up by NHTSA. Yeah. During the 2020 holiday season, Tesla sent a gift of sorts to all their customers. The yeah. cars received an update that turned the external speakers into a boombox. They have external speakers? Yes. Why? The Tesla boombox, for this, yeah. the Tesla boombox can play a number of customizable sounds, music, jokes, fart, fart noises. noises. Yeah. Which, which, you know, which is well, the ultimate. The ultimate what? Finish that sentence. It's the ultimate noise you want to, to 
for people to hear when you're driving by. Now these speakers. My God, I think he just farted in that car. Yeah, who wouldn't want that? Now these speakers yeah. are actually meant to alert pedestrians of a car approaching. Yeah. Because the electric cars, yeah. they're silent, right? I, I've heard that somewhere. It's the customizable feature that seems to be at the center of this recall. Under certain circumstances, yeah. the boombox can disrupt the federally mandated pedestrian warning risk sounds. So essentially what happened here. Yeah. Is we put a feature into a vehicle. Yeah. Does this remind you of another Tesla feature that they put into a vehicle that, you know, maybe you don't actually need in a vehicle? What's like the one where you can play video games on the center console? That one? Yeah. yeah while you're driving? Like, I admire what while Elon... it's an auto drive? I admire what auto Elon drive. Musk has built. Like, I'm an entrepreneur. Yeah. I think it's incredible. The guy's yeah. obviously a genius. He's built He's incredible something. stuff. Yeah. Like, cars are meant to get you from point A to point B, man. Like... Yeah. We don't need video games in them. Yeah. We don't need boom boxes on them. Yeah, yeah. And this is their 10th recall in four months. What do you say? That's a lot. You think? Yes. Oh, my God. But it's Tesla. And we had the story yesterday about Tesla. The Chinese made um, yeah, yeah, Tesla Model 3 that don't, don't have it's, all. Yeah, it's Tesla. Come on. It's a great model. You know, you just go online, you order the car, it shows up at your place. Eventually. I'm not a Tesla hater. I'm just saying. I'm, you know, it's Tesla. You're a Tesla hater. I'm not You don't have to negotiate. Everything's fine. It's Tesla. It's all over the air updates. Oh, and uh, your monthly recall. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, and let's be clear. Yeah. Everyone faces recalls. Absolutely. Anything that's manufactured, there's the possibility or the probability that eventually somebody's going to figure out something that's going wrong unintended consequences that happens all the time in everything i get that i get that what i don't get is you know like when you have recalls and and you don't necessarily have service centers everywhere i mean that that that's I know the part i don't get what bothers me is these are like unnecessary recalls because the functionality is not like required to like fully enjoy the vehicle well you know what i i i don't think anything would warn a pedestrian more than the fart than, noise. Than the sounds of a whoopee cushion going off <laughs> as the vehicle approaches. And here you go, from justice, they come to you. Which, that's got to be expensive. But you know what? They got trillions of dollars, so I guess they don't have to okay, worry Okay, well, it. good. I'm glad. When? when? Do they come to me on my schedule? Yes, they'll schedule it around your time. Yeah. Yes, okay, perfect. And here you go. And begs right. Yeah. All software updates, no need for service. So yeah. you've got to be able to look at this from both sides of the fence. One side is recalls, 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 recalls. Yeah. And some people are going to latch on and be Tesla haters. Yeah. The other side is going to be like, all software updates, no need for service. Okay, That's cool. incredible. Yeah. So you get is. the good with the bad. Yes. It's just fascinating to see headlines yeah. like that. At least I thought so. No. You, really? you got to be kidding me. I mean, honestly. Yeah. It, it, I didn't it, even know they had a boombox. And God knows I love a good boombox. I mean, you know, I used to always play good music in my office at work. It was known as Ray's Boom Boom Room. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah, and Igor's absolutely right. Yeah. Recalls are good because it gives the manufacturers to fix the problems before they get out of hand. That's for sure. And hell, dealerships, love the, them. you know, in the dealerships non Tesla yeah. recalls are a boon for traditional dealerships. They're money makers. The factory pays. Wait, wait, wait. I got yeah. another soundbite. Show me the money. What, show what, me the that money. Shevska? Show me the money. Oh, show me the show, show. Yeah. Yeah. What movie was that from? Um, give me a second. Um, probably Toy Story. Uh, let me get another guess. Um, The Matrix. Yes, yes, for sure. Is yeah. it from The Matrix? No. <laughs> give me one more. Give me one more. Um, Tom Cruise was in it. Tom Cruise was in it. Okay, I got it. Then Rod Tidwell. The, 
I don't know that. Uh, he was the Cardinal receiver. In it. Give me, give me one more name. I, I Cuba Gooding Jr. Oh, got it. Yeah, um, yeah. Zellweger. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's the one? It's like the night before Christmas. Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, mm-hmm. Home Alone. Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't it either, but that's okay. Wait, is that home? No. What movie? Well, you can't lie to me live. What movie is it from? It's, I don't know. Oh, anyway. Yeah. All right, let's call it a show, Pops. Yeah, because you're. you're I not am. Feeling I am rough, man. You. Yeah, you are. Also, I want to publicly apologize. I scared my dad today, and I made him very upset, and I am very sorry. That did not stop me from putting the content on the internet. So yeah, follow us no, on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He put it on the internet. He doesn't care. I do care. He cares. He, he cares enough that he says, yeah, but it's it's content, baby. It's content. Correct. Yeah. So follow on Instagram. Yeah. Um, here is my profile. Yeah. Um, at Shevska. Yeah. I will do like a brief sneak yeah. peek. We got some clips today. Yeah. I encourage you to give this a watch. It's it's You'll find it funny. I'm, I, I'm, I didn't think it was you didn't funny. think it was funny, yeah. and I'm in trouble. So, like net how net, much, it's not how funny. How much trouble are you? In? My dad is at Raz's Jazz. I don't think you're in trouble per se. I mean, what the hell can I do? You? Your Instagram makes it look like we have a very good relationship. Yeah, well, it's all bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and then we are at yeah your Advocate Alliance. Follow us here. Yeah, this was fun, pups. Oh, so we have a success story. Go check out that success story. Also, yeah, you saw this one. The car that has no no, no wheels. Yes, yes. Really I, I, I've, I've, I've come to work in the morning at times and found that to be the case. Did you walk? No, no. I mean, when I got to the dealership and, oh. and we found out, oh, well, the thieves were here last night and there's a half a dozen cars up on cinder blocks with no wheels and tires. Um, Pig said we were quitting early. Joke's on you. We can talk for another 30 seconds. We totally will. Jerry Maguire, Dad. Yeah, that was the movie. That's the movie. Yeah, yeah. That's Thank movie. you. Yeah, that was the movie. Yeah. Isn't that yeah. a person? That's a movie. Huh? Isn't that a person? That's a movie? Uh, yeah, do you know who it was based on? Oh. Um, Jerry Maguire? Uh, Lee Steinberg. That makes no the, sense. The, Call the movie Lee Steinberg. Well, you know, nobody was going to go to a movie called <laughs> Lee Steinberg. But, I mean, but, but it was based on him as an agent. Did you see, um, what's that movie? That one too, yeah. I no, the one that was really famous last year. What's that movie? Pandora's Pot, um, Pantheon. Um, you are really. This is. This is. This is. Pe- um, you want drugs? No, I don't do drugs. <laughs> um, you thought about it? Yeah, I think about it, but I've never done them. Oh well, maybe you should. <laughs> What's that movie? It's the one with like. It was the one that won a bunch of awards. The people live in the basement, and it's the rich family, and then they kill the rich family. Someone in the chat tell me. It's the it's the it's the people who live in the basement and then and they're they're poor people that get this like house job and they don't know the people upstairs don't know that they're a family and they kill the people up. Um I have no idea what it's you're not talking. Peppa Pig. Hang I, tight, we're not getting off. Yeah. Parasite. Wow. Oh, Thank okay. you, Drew. Parasite. Have you seen Parasite? No, I have not. No. Yeah. Follow our new channel, YA Movie <laughs> Reviews. All right, well, let's get up yeah. here. Yeah, Cisco on Ebert. Yeah. Thank you, Dad. Yeah, thank you. Love I you. think it's time to say goodbye. Join us again next time. Which is probably tomorrow. To get the news you can use from YAA. YAA is your trusted source for all things auto. Thanks for listening. See you soon.